The All-Star break is officially in the rearview mirror. We gear up for a big second half for the Minnesota Wild today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free. Locked On Wild is available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we recap the all-star break, take a look at some of the things that happened with both Kirill Kaprizov and Cam Talbot over the weekend and MVP honors for a wild trade target. So we'll talk about all that. We'll set the scene for the second half of the season with uh, some keys to the second half, as well as looking at the February schedule. So a lot to get into today's episode, which is brought to you, by the way, by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, captain of Lockdown Wild, and happy to have you along for a Monday edition of the show. All-Star Game is history, and so uh, we bring in Alex Micheletti for another Micheletti Monday to talk about uh, that plus more. Alex, what's happening? Ah, not too much. Uh, uh, you know, another exciting weekend, and uh, yeah, we saw saw a lot, a lot happen, and uh, um, yeah, and you know, we had our two wild guys, uh, you know, contribute mightily um, to the entire weekend, and uh, you know, fun to see Krill, um, you know, dressed up as <laughs> as his uh, you know fellow country mate uh, uh, Alex Ovechkin, you know, had everything down. Uh, <laughs> that Ovi does and even uh, shot right-handed, which was crazy. Um, and so, yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, Cam, Cam was great, great all weekend too. And made some, you know, huge saves to, to even get, uh, you know, his, his squad to the, to the final. Um, and so, yeah, you know, really, really, uh, really good show showing of, of the league for sure this weekend. Um, one of the first things is that uh, Kirill gave, I think, a lot of Wild fans a little bit of a heart attack by uh, by putting on the uh, the Ovechkin Capitals jersey to where <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "Excuse Lots me, of Russians there already." We don't. We... <laughs> and then the the Capitals Twitter account asking the Wilds Twitter account if they could borrow him, and uh, a lot of people were like, "No." Um, <laughs> It was fun to see Kirill in action in his first All-Star game because he definitely didn't disappoint. Not that we thought he would, but um, he he brought a lot of flash to the game. And um, honestly, one of the highlights of the weekend was uh, was him and Cam Talbot with the uh, the mini microphone. So funny! <laughs> I laugh at it every single time. It's just so so funny. Whoever came up with that bit, just brilliant. Uh, yeah. So it's. It, it uh, provides a lot of uh, you know comic relief for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you because, uh, and this might be a name that uh, that I hadn't done a lot of homework on, but uh, Joe Pavelski 
uh, had himself a nice weekend as well. And uh, with Dallas kind of starting to uh, to fall out of the race, maybe a target that the Wild should uh, should take a look at. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm sure you've been following my Twitter feed, but yeah, that's been my number one target. Uh, um, I just think he might be easier to get um, than, than Claude Drew. Um, but, you know, I almost uh, wanted uh, them to acquire one of the two to, uh, you know, just block them from, from going to Colorado, which doesn't need any more. <laughs> Please, they don't need any more offensive no. players. So, uh, but I think Pavelski uh, might cost a little bit less than than drew might just because drew is a little bit younger but um you know uh krill looked great with pavelski you know he set him up for for a nice uh nice goal um and uh i don't, I don't think they'd be line mates but uh they would um, imagine pavelski on that top power play with uh with krill and and zuccarello feeding him passes i mean that would be really really fun to watch and uh you know he's still um he's still getting it done at 37 he's not uh he grew up not too far from, from Minnesota, right there in Wisconsin, so in Plover. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be all for it. I, I know they've uh, they've they've tried to sign him in the past when he was a free agent, and, you know, he just chose Dallas, you know, over the, over them. But, uh, you know, look at the Wild. I mean, you know, if he wants to win a cup, that's a, that's a team that's, that's close and just needs a little bit more help. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to just to kind of finish up the All-Star game. Um, discussion. What did you think of the? Now you, I think you watched it more than I did. I was uh, running some errands over the weekend, um, in various spots, so I was in the car a lot, and um, it sounded like the uh, they had a lot of the skills competition set up outside, um, setup wise, and just kind of going through the uh, the weekend's events. How uh, how did the NHL do? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, of course, uh, the the breakaway challenge um, was was the biggest hit, and uh, um, you know you had Trevor Zegras, uh, you know, scoring blindfolded, uh, which was incredible. Um, uh, Petrangelo won won the contest without even getting a shot off. You know, uh, John Ham gave him the win basically because uh, of of the Blues winning the couple few. Uh, few years ago and John Hamm being a blues fan and Petrangelo now being in Vegas. So that was, Shocker. That was, yeah, that was crazy. Um, you know, cause Krill had a nice goal and uh, even the dressed, dressed up as the hangover character to it's Galifianakis. So <laughs> that was, that was just phenomenal. Um, yeah. The outdoor events are really cool too. I thought uh, doing it, um, you know, by the Bellagio hotel is a, makes for a really cool uh, background and, uh, uh, you know, Connor McDavid not getting the fastest skater blew everybody away. Um, of course, of course, it was Jordan Cairo who just uh, looks like he's going to turn into a budding uh, star in this league. Um, um, he always kills the wild. Um, so, um, yeah, they the league um, with their events, they always they always do it up. They they sh- um, they do not. You know, every expense um, that is needed, they they do it to the nines, and uh, that's you know that's one of the good things that the the league is known for is is uh, with their big events, they 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 do it up big. Yeah, they they definitely do not spare any any expense. Gary Bettman just says, "Hey, blank check, whatever we need, let's make it happen." So 
you got the wacko machine gun Kelly performing and you know, just <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's entertaining for sure. Yeah. We're uh I, I'm I, I like Machine Gun Kelly, but I'm yeah. not gonna <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch that. Um <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, it was a fun weekend and it sounded like Talbot and Kaprizov had a lot of fun. And so now we can gear up for uh, what should be a very, very busy second half of the season. Um, we'll uh, we'll start that conversation by kind of looking at some keys to the second half. More of that conversation with Alex Micheletti coming up next here on Locked on Wild. It is the time of year where you have pretty much given up on all of your New Year's resolutions. You know, you stuck it out for a month, but uh, things kind of started to go stale. And so now it's time to go back to the drawing board. But if you are looking to eat a little better and look a little better, Built Bar is right here to help. But have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all delicious. They're going to be your new favorite. Puffs included are also uh, covered in 100% real chocolate. They are low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace any of your favorite candy bars with Built Bars and Built Bar Puffs. Most contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So don't delay. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. It is Super Week, brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week, leading you up to the big game. Continuing our chat with Alex Micheletti on today's episode of Locked On Wild, Micheletti Monday, hashtag. And uh, Alex, second half starting up for the Minnesota Wild. Obviously, a few things that are keys to the second half and to the Wild performing at the same level that they did um, through most of the first half. So I have a couple that I have kind of put in my head as uh, as hugely important to this team's success. Uh, anything in particular for you that stands out as, uh, as a key to the Wild keeping it rolling here uh, once the schedule resumes? Yeah, uh, to me, um, uh, I think it's that Felino-Greenway – um, and Eckline, you know, continuing to dominate. Uh, they they change games. Uh, the way, you know, it kind of stinks. Uh, uh, I was, you know, watching the like the the press conferences at the All Star games, and uh, Connor McDavid was kind of saying that, you know, the when when the Oilers were were struggling there for a bit, and they kind of turned it on late. That you know, sometimes breaks come at the worst time. You know, when when teams are rolling. So I think. Um, I think what what's going to be important for this for this team is making sure that line continues to play how it was, and and now with Greenway playing with confidence, um, you know, it, it just makes makes things so much different um, when he's contributing to the offense. Um, uh, that that helps so much, and they they just wear teams out, um, and you know that's that's so important for for how this team goes, and then also. 
um, you know, you know, continuing uh, to, you know, make strides with that Fiala um, Boldy line, which has just been, been incredible. If, if Goudreau can just hold that, hold it together, um, you know, that, that makes that, that second, uh, we, we, we call it scoring line. Um, yeah. Uh, just, you know, make, make do, you know, do wonders for this wild offense for sure. Um, a couple of the ones, and you hit it right on the head. I, I think Freddie Goudreau solves a couple of, of issues because, you know, he, and th- this has been talked about a lot, so I'm not going to super rehash it, but definitely more of a defense oriented guy um, mm-hmm. as the center for that line. But, if he can contribute and uh, and add some offensive firepower to that line, that puts less pressure on Bill Guerin to have to go out and make a move because if that line gets to where the, it's like you can't break those guys up, if that ends up being the case with those three, then maybe Guerin says, you know what? Stay put. We don't really have to do anything with it. Um, so that was definitely one of the ones on my list was just Freddie Goudreau's play is going to, I think – single-handedly, with the exception of a, a major injury. Um, his play, I think, is single-handedly going to determine whether or not this team does anything um, at the trade deadline, which, for those keeping track, and I definitely am, March 21st is the uh, the trade deadline for the NHL. So we've got uh, a month and change for the Wild to kind of take a look and see how things are going and uh, make a determination beyond that. Um, the other big one for me is the goalie splits. Mm-hmm. Both guys have been playing rather well um, going into the All-Star break, and obviously Talbot had the shutout in the final game before the break, so uh, I would imagine he'll probably get the uh, the first start in Winnipeg out of the break because, you know, hot hand. But if this team's going to be successful, they're going to need to really uh, approach the month of February not relying on one guy. I mean, you have enough games to where you got to get both of them in there because this is this has been one of the big issues for the Wild in their history is coming out of the All-Star break taking the one goalie, whether it be Devin Dubnik or whoever else, taking the one guy and saying you're getting 90% of the starts. If they do that this year, there's going to be a problem. I mean, we've seen it. Uh, you know, Cam Cam's had a couple injuries. Um, and so, um, I mean, we got to – we have to, you know – you know, have to have him, you know, be healthy come playoff time because, uh, you know, if, if Cam's banged up, you know, this team can't go far. Um, he's so crucial. We saw it in the, in the playoffs last year against uh, Vegas. Um, he single-handedly, you know, kept, kept the wild in a couple of the games. And so, um, you know, and with, with Capo's, uh, emergence here, um, you know, it allows you to, you know, to make it more of a 50, 50 split, and yeah, yeah, opposed to like sixty forty or seventy thirty. Right, and you know if you if you feel like Cam is the number one guy, which I, I think based off of what he did last year and what he's done at points this year, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like like you said, like let's let's get closer to like 
55-45 or 50-50 or maybe 60-40 and not any higher than that because then you get people that get worn down and then they break. Goalies, they break. And then you have the Devin Dubnik of uh, two years ago where he just lets everything in. (laughs) We don't need that. Like, keep them fresh. Keep everybody on track. And speaking of that, that's the other big one for me in the uh, the second half here is making sure that with the amount of games that are going to be played, making sure that uh, what is the term that the load management making sure that we don't get people that are too worn down by playing all the time, take advantage of rest days. Um, I know the, uh, the roster is not going to be super conducive to that, but any opportunity you can get to give guys a little bit of a breather, they got to take it. Yeah. And pick your spots. I mean, uh, you know, with, with Capo, uh, you know, play him against an Ottawa, you know, play him yeah. against, uh, you know, when you're playing against a team that's on a back-to-back, you know, find, find chances where it can make, you know, things easier for, for Capo too. Um, you know, don't, don't throw him to the fire against a, you know, a team like Edmonton, you know, just, or, you know, you know, one of a, you know, a highly skilled team, but he also has shown that he's, you know, he has beaten some, some, some pretty good teams too, but you know, um, you know, pick and pick and choose your battles for sure when you're going to play them. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, another, another crucial thing, um, is they're going to have to execute on, on special teams and, and get that power play, um, rocking. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, having, uh, um, a hundred percent healthy, uh, Jared Spurgeon is, is, yep. is so key too, because, um, he can help out that power play by being like being the quarterback back there. Yeah, and you know the the power play has been better. Um, the penalty kill just goes in waves. It right. seems it seems like they get back on track, and then they give up a power play goal in consecutive games. It's yeah. it's really hard to tell with the penalty kill too. You know, I I think I think that's a spot where you can go like oh for one. Right. But let's say you gave that goal up with two seconds left. Like that happened the other night where the Wilds <laughs> gave – that was against Colorado. Yes. Where yeah. the power play for Colorado had lapsed, but the Avalanche scored immediately after. Right. So, like, it's it's all situational. Like, yeah, yes. you can have a – you can have a, a good night on the penalty kill. You can have a night where you look really good on the penalty kill. You just get unlucky. It's it's just a matter of kind of shoring that up, but not at the sake of dominant five on five. Like keep that going. Right. Keep that rolling. No doubt. <laughs> and like 30, 30 empty net goals the um the rest of the season too. I'm fine with that. Um wh- whatever we need. <laughs> Yeah, Dean Dean Blaze uh, is is the biggest wild uh, fan <laughs> when when they're pulling the goalie for sure. <laughs> um, then the other just to wrap up uh, on Bill Guerin, you know how aggressively he plays the trade deadline is a, a huge factor too. Like, is he going to is he going to want to make a move for this team? Is it going to be a minor upgrade, a rental? does he swing for the fences and try to get something big in here that nobody expects? Like how, how does the, uh, how does the Bill Guerin trade deadline look? Um, that's another big key for this team. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, uh, we have some uh, division rivals that uh, could really force his hand. Um, and then, but you also have a lot of wild fans that are scarred for life with the with the Martin Hansel, you know, center trade. You know, because for whatever reason, it always seems like the Wild need a center. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That line. Um, and um, uh, Wes Walls was on my dad's podcast earlier this week, or you know, I guess early last week on um, beyond the pod. Um, and he talked about how, you know, some of his, um, you know, teams, they were just needing a center. Um, and you know, the, the, you know, the management never ended up making a trade, you know? So, um, you know, I think, you know, I think Billy G has a really good pulse on this, on this team. And he also has Marco Rossi up his sleeve if he needs a center. Um, that's what people are, you know, forgetting in this, all these trade talks is, uh, you know, uh, they, they think that Marco was playing bad um, and when he was up here, but that's totally not the case. And he's shown in Iowa, you know, that, that goal he had against Rockford, that was, that was incredible. He's, you know, he's, you know, like a point per game down there. So <laughs> I think Marco's doing just fine. And if, uh, you know, if it is, you know, them trying to wait to hold, hold the contract, you know, um, that's understandable, but if they need him for the playoffs, you know, call, call the, the young uh, Austrian up and uh, let him, let him do his thing. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that uh, that phone call may be like, Garen might have that number ready to rock. Um, <laughs> depending on how things play out here uh, as the second half of the season gets underway. Now, busy month of February, including the great Canada road trip. Uh, we'll lay the groundwork for the month of February uh, to finish off today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right up to the big game this weekend. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season including a uh, nice little crossover between the NHL and the Super Bowl. Total goals in the NHL on February 13th uh, is the current favorite at minus 140 uh, compared to first half total points in the Super Bowl, which is plus 110. So if you like those odds, head to bet on, uh, betonline.net where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti. And Alex, the great Canada road trip hits not once, but uh, but twice. We get two games against Winnipeg. We get an Edmonton. We get an Ottawa, a Toronto, a Calgary, another Calgary. Uh, well, the second Calgary is technically in March. But um, a very interesting swing of games for the Wild here in the month of February. Um, Winnipeg, not great, but on the road, still a dangerous team. We get a chance to see Carolina and Florida at home, Detroit, and then at Edmonton, at Ottawa, at Toronto, at Calgary. Uh, which is the more difficult 
part of the month, do you think? Is it those first few games, um, or is it that uh, that four-game road swing uh, to finish the month off against the rest of the Canada teams? Yeah, I think it's the first. You know, it's um, you know you're getting back into the swing of things, and uh, so it you know it can you know sometimes it can be tough to get in the in the rhythm, and so um, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, Winnipeg is an interesting team. They, uh, like you said, they aren't, they aren't very great, um, but they have some offensive firepower that scares, scares you. And the games always seem to be super high scoring for whatever reason. Uh, you know, Kyle Connor always seems to just terrorize um, wild goaltending. Um, and so you really need to get a good, off to a good, you know, good start with, uh, with those guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, you know, Calgary kind of scares me too. Um, you know, Johnny Goudreau is, uh, is, is having one heck of a season. Um, and, uh, uh, Markstrom's been a phenomenal goaltender all, all season too. So it's going to be, be interesting. And, uh, Winnipeg, uh, I mean, sorry, Edmonton is, uh, is, is playing pretty well too. So now, um, so we'll see the, uh, the Vander Kane connection. Yeah. yeah. As you mentioned, uh, Winnipeg, I, I can't help but look at Connor Hellebuck's numbers, and he sits, and I know wins win-loss record is not, you know, the end-all, be-all, but yeah. 14, 15, and 6. He's got a goals against average of 2.9 and a save percentage of 9.10, which in Hellebuck terms right. is a terrible season for him. Not where we're <laughs> used to, and he was supposed to, you know, he was quote unquote going to maybe be the starting uh, Olympic goalie for team USA. So Ooh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely not the season that they were you know expecting. Uh, you know, that team has really never really replaced Dustin Bufflin. Um, but uh, um, you know, they, you know, for whatever reason, he's, he's also just get letting in goals. That's not, not what uh, we're used to from him. Um, so um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, and, uh, you know, they let go or Paul Maurice, you know, resigned. Um, and so that was, that was interesting because I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. And so I, I hope he gets another shot, but, uh, um, yeah, really, really strange vibes from that team. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because you know, that, that is such a weird thing because he wasn't like, he wasn't prompted to do it. No. He just went with the the angle of, you know, it's time for this team to get a new voice. And like you said, really successful coach just yeah. for whatever reason got to the and, – and maybe he felt like he had gotten the best out of this team and just was like, you know, I, I got to kind of set myself up for an opportunity to uh, to get something better uh, in the offseason. But, yeah, just just a bizarre – vibe around the uh the Jets this season and for those wondering Hellebuck's goals against average last year 2.58 the year before that 2.57 his career is 2.66 so <laughs> raising the roof a little bit on the yep. uh the Hellebuck stats but I have a little bit of a hot take to uh to kind of wind it down here today um I I think the wild so you've got one two three four five six seven eight nine games you ready for this yep seven and two 
in the month of February. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, <laughs> uh, the way they were playing right before break, uh, they they were beating everybody. You know, they had no fear um, and uh, making comebacks left and right. The, the, the Rangers game was absolutely incredible um, to make that comeback on a, on a banner night or, you know, a jersey night. Um, and so <laughs> – um, yeah, they if they if they played the way right at right at you know, right before the All Star break, um, you know I think they can do it. And uh, you know I, I'm I'm expecting though, a lot of those Canadian type games. Um, you know, there's not going to be fans in the stands or, or limited fans. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. They're going to have to create their own energy, and um, you know, so it's going to it's going to be interesting to watch on TV with with no fans again. Um, and so, um, you know, hopefully they can get through up through the border okay, and uh, you know, none of the games get canceled or you know postponed again. And right. So, um, but yeah, you know, I think uh, that can also sometimes help a team too because you don't have to worry about you know, crazy opponent fan bases and, um, you know, uh, maybe it can help on the, on the power play too. And, uh, and penalty kill. And so, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting month of February for sure. Yes, it will. And I'm saving a spicier take for March. Just gonna, just gonna plant that we, seed. We and like those topo uh, just, hot takes. Yeah. Just, just gonna leave that one there. But, um, if seven and two, if seven and two is uh, medium, well, for uh, for the month of February, um, my um, my take for March is super rare. Like yes. just just a light sear on both sides and ready to rock. <laughs> so that's um, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. So uh, as always, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And uh, now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you flip over to the Locked On NHL podcast where you can hear Locked On NHL experts with all the latest news on their teams in 30 minutes or less. Locked on Wild is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like Locked on Wild, we're available wherever you listen. Make sure to leave a uh, five-star review. You can do so on Apple Podcasts. You can do so on Spotify now, too. So uh, if you have yet to, make sure to uh, to give that a go as well. Also, make sure to uh, to keep up the engagement on our social media channels. YouTube has been going crazy so uh, let's let's get see it. Yes, let's get some conversations going in the comments on uh, on this video on every video that we have going on the rest of the week. Love to interact with the listeners, so let's keep it going. Uh, if a puck drops in the state of hockey, locked on wild, of course, has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked On Podcast Network.